welcome yeah. back to Sapphic Survival Guide. We are happy to be queer to answer your questions. Class is now in session. I'm Gina. I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Seth. And today we are getting into the topic of first times, first dates, first time having sex, a lot of firsts to discuss. Yeah. First experiences with a lot of gay things. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm a dumbass and my first time doing anything with a non-man, they're non-binary, but at the time they identified as a woman, um, mm. My first time we met on fucking OkCupid and they lived two hours away in a bigger city and we like talked for like a few weeks and then we got a hotel room. That was my first time meeting them. I drove like Whoa. an hour away to a hotel to meet a stranger because I'm an idiot. Um, it did go well, but like, don't do that. It's dumb. Um, but yeah. I drove an hour away to a hotel. Um, we had sex for like six, seven hours straight. Um, Whoa. Yeah. I made them orgasm like four times and I was like, <laughs> um, I'm a natural. Uh, I did a hair flip for the people who can't see, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was like my first time. And we like kind of talked a little bit after that, but it, you know, it just wasn't really working out that much. And they ended up getting back with their ex, which is fine. That's fine. And I remember like my first date with my first girlfriend, it was actually to like the local pride parade. But other Aww. than that, I don't remember like any, like I've had lots of first dates, but like, I can't remember the first, first date that wasn't with a man. My first, first date with a woman was because of Hot Mess being hotties. And yeah. we met and were DMing on Instagram. And then we had a four hour FaceTime date. Mm -hmm. But then they like, they hadn't followed me back on Instagram by then. Yeah. And we talked a little bit. And then it kind of just like fizzled out and they were really cool. And I really like, she was really, I liked her, but it just like kind of didn't go anywhere, anywhere from this like four mm -hmm. hour FaceTime. Yeah. I went. What about your the, first in-person date? With a woman? Yeah. It was good. Um, I feel like it followed out. the typical um, path of most queer dates. <laughs> where you just It turned into afterwards. a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we mm -hmm. had the intention of like meeting and hanging out and we met up for coffee and then we like hung out a bunch of times since yeah. but like as just friends and we both were just like giggling about like we laugh about it still because I haven't seen her in a while because she's been like out of the country and stuff but we'll like giggle about it I'm like remember when I like went on that date and neither of us were like what are we gonna do with this yeah. I yeah. don't know <laughs> so yeah. and I feel like your other first date too. with a girl kind of went the same way yeah like um it was that same situation like what's going on here and mm -hmm. she had come over to my house and she was in like my bed yeah and, we were and I was eating. like I was like Seth if you don't make a move make a move you need to make a move like do something like she's so and listen if they're listening <laughs> you you said I was so disappointed that we didn't hook up that night but you, you didn't make one goddamn move oh yeah gosh. and and you guys made like a rookie mistake of like talking about like boys you were interested in at the time. So obviously it's going to like kind of like friend zone each other because you're like, oh, they're interested in someone else. They're not interested in me. And it like makes it harder to make the first move. If you're talking about someone else, like imagine if you went on a date with a man and they were talking about like a girl they're interested in, like you would be like, okay, no. So then like when that happens, like it, in yeah. your relationship. I don't remember how like, that started. Um, I was going to say 
how do you know when to make the first move? How do you initiate anything physical? I feel like obviously Gina That's and I are going to be the yeah, experts you guys in this scenario. Give me an answer for this one because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is such a Libra answer. I was going to be like, you just mm-hmm. know, but you I guess like diet. some people don't. I guess like you really have to stop guessing and it's like, why are mm-hmm. you both there if there's not some level of right. interest? And the worst that's going to happen is like you make a move and they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm feeling it. And I don't know, like that just reminded me I went on a date before and I asked this girl if I could kiss her because like I'm not going to just go in for a kiss. I know some people think it's like like corny and weird to like be like, can I kiss you? But like, I think it's appropriate to ask for consent. I'm not just going to kiss like a random person unless they're like, you know, like, I don't know. Like when I went on my first date with my girlfriend, I was like, I've seen you staring at my lips all night. Do you want to kiss? And she was like, that's yeah. cute. Um, but like, so like, that's how I initiated that. Like we were already like holding hands and stuff when we went to dinner, but that's how we like kiss for the first time. Um, but on like- my first date with my girlfriend, we were sitting, we were like, we went on a drive and I like, mm-hmm was waiting for her to pull over. I kept telling her to pull over because we were like going up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Finally, she pulled over and she like pulled out these Jolly Rancher candies. And, at, and before she put one in her mouth, she was like, do you want one? And I said, well, how am I going to make out with you when you have that in your mouth? Which made her all <laughs> flustered. That. And yeah. she's like, oh, uh-huh. um, you could just do that now. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I feel like the best method is to like make them flustered, especially when you know that they are kind of interested because it's like kind of like, cheeky flirty like with my yeah, girlfriend I was like no, you yeah. you've been staring at my lips all night and she was like oh my god she noticed that like she noticed that I was like right. looking down and like looking back up at her eyes like like and I'm very like I pay attention to that shit so like you just kind of like have to pick up on those vibes and sometimes those vibes aren't there but they do want to kiss and you know you can ask and sometimes you get rejected and sometimes, like the reason I guess was because one time I was on a date with a girl and I like asked if I could kiss her before I left and she's like I don't kiss on the first date and it just kind of felt like mm. a no but it was like a nice way to say it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I literally like ran out of her apartment away. Like I like ran away. I was like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> ran down the street. Um, Which, so, yeah, I think, that's I think the but... second part of this question, like how do you initiate <laughs> anything physical? I think start small. Like you don't have to like straddle them as your initiation, right. but like, <laughs> right. are, yeah. have you held hands? Have you right. put your hand on their shoulder, their knee, their mm-hmm. back? Like do stuff like that. And obviously they'll let you know if it's okay. Yeah. With my girlfriend, I was like, can I hold your hand? So it was kind of like positive signals and like you just like slowly ease into that stuff. But like you kind of mm-hmm. know if you can make those moves one by asking two by, you know, asking about kind of smaller things and seeing if they're receptive or if they're like, right. I don't want to touch you. And some people don't want to touch and some people don't want that. But like, if they're interested, yeah. they most likely will. It just depends on the person. Yeah. And some people do genuinely like not kiss on the first date and like meet a few, you know, times like getting to know you. Like it's not everyone's going to be down to do it on the first date. I I do like to kiss on the first date because it's like, I I just like like to know. I like to do a lot more on the first date than just kiss. (laughs) Yeah. A lot more. I just like kissing. I I think that like a lot of people just are afraid of rejection and that's why they are like afraid to initiate Mm -hmm. another like kind of on that topic another question we got how do you figure out if she's flirting and not just being nice easy answer flirt back like what if she's just like take it to a little bit of a next level like yeah a good advice I've received is assume they're flirting until proven otherwise which I also feel like a lot of like straight men do and I I don't want to do it in a way that feels 
like, like a straight man <laughs> yeah like a straight man or no just but like you that understand like, the vibe like if you're getting a no vibe you'll know that especially yeah, it feels awkward it feels intuitive. tense timid yeah and when that's yeah. the case obviously you'd be like okay never mind but mm-hmm. if it's like if people are vibing like continue the vibe yeah and I feel like yeah. obviously if you are like neurodivergent anyway it's going to be a lot harder to like pick up on those things but I feel like if you like do some reading about body language and things like that yeah. it's a little bit easier to like train yourself to notice but mm-hmm. yeah I feel like just kind of pick up what they're putting down and just like assume that they're into you and I've also been told assume they're gay until proven otherwise like don't just assume like every girl is straight because a lot of people aren't or like you know are questioning or don't know yet um mm-hmm. yeah so just like assume that they are interested until you get like a rejection and like take that rejection the first time and don't like don't push yeah. it right. yeah and like as someone who is a Sagittarius Venus and a notorious flirt it might you like lightly your... bully them <laughs> let's be real well, and like I've done that before like I've noticed that women especially like I really like I like to be kind to women and like be nice and mm-hmm. sweet and all oh, with men, they I'm do so like them but women do like that a little bit too like sometimes I'll make like a little sassy remark to my girlfriend or when she does it to me I'm like oh and it's like they like a little bit of like the it's playful yeah it's like yeah. yeah you don't have to be sweet all the time and sometimes that can come off as like not as fun but also like I've had people be like overly familiar with me and I'm like I don't really like that so like kind of yeah. ease your way into it don't do it too much um yeah. well, I think you guys are answering another question how do I approach Good girls term. you said you assume that they're gay unless they say they're not you playfully banter mm-hmm. them any other suggestions um I was actually gonna ask you this because I have approached one woman in person it was like before <laughs> I met my girlfriend I was at like a gay bar and I like <laughs> I think I told the story before I went over to this girl and I was like hey like I love your outfit like you're really pretty like I shouldn't have said that because you're supposed to like drop your voice lower and be like you look really good like you're not supposed to be like you're so pretty but I was like you look really good and I, I don't think that's talk to her. true but like usually it comes off as like kind of straight, I like, get you it like, give the Sultry, vibes. Like, yeah I get yeah, it but, but I just, think like, we need to unlearn that in ourselves true, ladies true like we need, like, need so to pretty. like we yeah. don't need someone to come up to us and have to act masculine for us to think that they're yeah. interested so yeah, as Cheyenne said they're gay until they're proven straight true, okay true <laughs> um but what I was saying about that girl is that was my one time like approaching someone on the internet I'd just like shoot my shot and be like hey I think you're really cute like I'd love to you know go on a date sometime if you're not interested I think you're I still think you're cool and would love to hang out as friends like I feel like that's a good way of letting them know you're interested in them as a person and that it's not just like romantic or sexual even if that's what you would like and then you can maybe have like a friendship with that person or something could grow down the line and it shows that you're like just like interested in getting to know them and I've done that and people have been like oh I'm straight and I'm like oh okay like we can still hang out or yeah let me know Yeah. yeah yeah so I relate to this question a lot. This one says, I'm bi-curious and I'm interested in dating women. I'm used to dating cis men. I don't know what to expect slash I'm questioning everything, but I've always had heterosexual relationships so far, but I'd rather die than make someone feel like an experiment ever. So one, how do you not make someone feel like an experiment? Two, how do you approach people with that? Because I feel like they do get that, like, oh, they just want to like to have sex yeah I'm the first lesbian like- that they saw. First girl that I ever had sex with before we ever hooked up and like I was very clear that I was interested she annoyingly and I don't care if she's listening to this it was fucking annoying to me she annoyingly was like 
well, I don't know if I want to do it because you've never been with a girl before and I don't want you to she, like she was like, I've been there where I've been in the middle of something and some girls just like backed up and like, yeah, I like dick. Sorry. And I'm yeah, like, right. OK, that's not what I'm going to do. And that's annoying. It's like that that thing it's with jobs where it's like you need three to five years of experience. Well, how the fuck mm-hmm. do you get how do you get experience? Years of experience without yeah. somebody giving you fucking experience? It's yeah. the same shit. Like, I don't know. I've been a first for people mm-hmm. and they've been upfront with me and I don't mind because they're telling me and like that doesn't also mean that they want to just go and have sex with you they might be really nervous and I don't know Mm -hmm. just it's not my first time my first time with the person that I had sex with that wasn't a man um they like I feel like they kind of saw it as like an honor like not like in like a creepy way like not like ooh, like I get to like be like this person trusts me but yeah just like a wow like I and I kind of like have develop this in my own experience like I've had people been like oh I want to experiment with a girl or like I want to have a threesome have my boyfriend want like things that I like don't want to do which if you want to do that good for you but I do not want to do those things and I don't like mm-hmm. to like feel like an experiment or like I'm being used for my body so I kind of tend to avoid that but that being said I have been the first for multiple people the first um woman non-binary person that they've been with and uh, and that's different than an experiment that's the thing right. It's like, it's in how you approach it. But the way I see right. someone's first time as a seasoned lesbian is it's like an honor. Like I get to be your first foray into like queerness. Like I get to open this door for you and like give you a good time. And have, yeah, like, I'm a great know, tour like, guide. Yeah, it's like, it's like an honor. And it's like, they're gonna probably remember that forever. Like that's fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and as someone on the other end, it's like the reason that I haven't really gotten into many experiences with women is because- not that I didn't trust people that I was dating, but it's like, mm-hmm. for me, I do want to have that like sense of trust. Like mm-hmm. th- I'm new to this and I don't know what I'm doing and it's going to be weird and awkward. Right. So I'd like to know you, yeah. you know, and I'd mm-hmm. like this to be more than just me trying something out and then leaving because it is so uh, new to me. It's, yeah. So that for it's you, kind of a big deal. This next question, at what point do you broach the topic of being inexperienced? How do you tell first time partners that you're not super experienced what would you do because that's you're going to be in this good experience in both of these positions in on both (laughs) sides of the spectrum because with the first guy that I dated we had been seeing each other for a little bit and we would just like like we kind of moved into things very quickly and I feel like I approached this wrong so I can tell you what not to do because we were kind of like alone at my house one day and we were just fooling around and he like put his hand down my pants and I was like, by the way, yeah, I've done I'm this before. Yeah. And he was like, he like stopped. He was like, do you, you want me to stop? Like, and he was no, like, keep going. he I was like, well, he was like kind of in shock because mm-hmm. he knew I was a virgin, but I had never had that conversation. And looking back, I know that probably just like having that upfront conversation and going into right. my experience with women, just saying like, I am a virgin and I like at that time I was a super virgin mm-hmm. yeah tell like, them to, to meet say, you where you're you at know? tell me they'll come you know yeah like I was just like and so but, will you wink wink no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry but with so with with the man that's kind of how it went was just like like I pro- I feel like I approached the situation wrong you know that was like thank you I don't think you approach ago, it wrong so I think people I, 
I think people see the concept of virginity and like being someone's first well, time, yeah, even if but... they had sex. Like if I had sex with a man and I like want to have sex with a woman for the first time, some women are going to be like, oh, I don't want to be your person. It's just like, you're just assuming that this person's going to be like obsessed with you and like in love with you for the rest of your life. When in, Or you're assuming I feel they're like, using you without even having yeah, a conversation. But I feel, like, I feel like it's the people that think like, oh, I can't take your virginity. I can't be that person because they like yeah. don't want that like attachment. Exactly. And I feel like it's like, no, they're probably just gonna like look back on that time with either fondness or like, why did I do that? It's probably not gonna be obsession for the rest of like, your life. Uh, yeah, and you need exactly. to get over yourself. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so on the three dates that I've been on with women, I have said like, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't really dated many women. I'm actually like, I identify as bisexual. And the, like, I just kind of like say that and I'm like, I haven't really done much of anything. Mm-hmm. Right. with mm-hmm. like anyone of not a male gender and they're like oh okay you know it doesn't yeah. t- need to turn into this big thing you know you're yeah, gonna want to bring like it it's up, also yeah. in how you communicate like my girlfriend yeah. I was her first I mean she was like pet friends before but I was like the first girl she made out with like everything mm-hmm. um and I feel like you know the way she approached it was like I'm really excited to do this like I've been wanting to do this for mm-hmm. a long time like it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like oh I'm just kind of curious or like I'm trying to like yeah take it back to like someone else and like turn them on like it was like genuine like curiosity yeah. and excitement and wanting to do totally. it and like she was nervous obviously like I mean no. anyone is going to be yeah. yeah but like she like was she like told me about her excitement and it made me feel excited about being that person for her and not feeling like she was that. using me just to have that experience yeah so yeah like that's and yeah in this question they ask at what point I mean for me I said I brought it up in the on like the first date mm-hmm. for, with these people then, but though. yeah you could bring it up before Never. then you could bring it up whenever it like for me it just kind of flowed in the conversation mm-hmm. so that's why I brought yeah. it up but it, I feel it like a really lot of just... queer first dates you talk about your like coming out history and all that stuff or like mm. kind of like that's when people get in the conversations about all of their exes and shit like that like mm-hmm. um, so I yeah. feel like it usually naturally flows pretty well on the first queer first dates yeah I've had it before long, yeah. <laughs> long so both of you kind of mentioned this like construct of virginity which I think mm-hmm. being sapphic we've learned is literally like fake um and so there we have a question about where do you draw the line when it comes to losing your virginity so I have a really interesting story about this girl whose first time I was the first time we hooked up it was a great little session that we had. I had a great time. The second time she like came over, she mentioned something. She was like, blah, blah, blah. What told my friends we had sex. And I saw like a look of panic ensue on her face. And she looked at me. She was like, because I I consider what we did to be having Uh sex. And I was Mm -hmm. like, girl, we had sex. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, see, I thought so. But my friends told me it didn't count because like I didn't go down on you. Yeah. And I because she just fingered me. And I was like, you made me come. What we had. We fucked. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, even I if we were driving something over like our pants, it's still, right. you can't, I guess you can't define someone else's con- exactly. Like, con- like but yeah. I feel like if you're touching each other's genitals in an attempt or you actually do make them orgasm, it's sex. Like, doesn't matter if you're using a fucking cucumber or you're using your fingers or you're using your mouth. Like, it's all sex. It doesn't have to be penetrative to be sex. Yep. And like, yeah. also it doesn't have to be genitals. It can be ass stuff. It can yeah. be nipple play. Like it's all sex. Mm-hmm. Just everything. And it's like, what I did made people RuPaul come say? from just rubbing their yeah. nipples. I didn't even touch yeah. them under the belt. Yeah. You know? That's, so, it's a nippleasm. Like that's nipples. Yeah. Nipples. Oh my gosh. Wait, we got a nipple question. Have you ever seen anyone with any nips? What are your thoughts? The first girl I ever had, I ever had sex with 
had any nipples. What this means for those who don't know, because Sev has a very confused look on her face, when her nipples got hard, like they got hard, like in they went in when they got hard. So then there was. Like, did it feel inverted. hard inside? Did it feel hard inside? What? I mean, like does she but, feel like, that? You, yeah, like if you put your hand over it, like what pokes out when your nipples hard was just like. It was like having internal. like an any belly button, but yeah, it was just, yeah. it was just like a little That's bit in. Like, I have like, not been nipple. with anyone with an any nipple. Shot. I feel like it would be cool. I have never like, even heard of that. I'm also not in a true. position to like body I'm shame holding my nipples. Like I'm not body shaming. I just yeah, no, I don't think you are. Yeah, no. That's, I'm just saying like I've if you have any nipples and someone's like making you feel bad about it, you're just like an anomaly. You're cool. And also like I've been with someone, they literally wouldn't let me see them with their underwear off because I guess they had a larger than average average clit um mm-hmm. and so they like I like felt it but like I didn't I love a big it. clit what's the problem it. it was like I think closer to like a micro penis level so they were like very insecure like it was just like larger than normal I guess or larger Listen, than average. I and love I having like, a lot of different things in my mouth yeah like, I feel like, like an issue to d- me. bodies are <laughs> bodies are interesting they're different like like you know, you might be super insecure because you have an Audi vagina instead of an innie or an innie instead of an Audi, but all bodies I, are different, yeah. all bodies are beautiful. And I just saw something the other day about how inside your vagina, like, obviously, like, we know, like, certain, like, depths and stuff are different, but all of them, like, feel different, which you kind of know if you've experienced it, like, they feel similar, but different that I saw, like, these 3D videos of, like, inside of someone's, like, different vaginas, and they were, like, different shapes and, like, textures, and it was really wild. Cool. Like, well, that's what I, have you guys ever had, like, a tampon that's too long? No, I can't use tampons. <laughs> no, you might, you have a shallow vagina, huh? But, like, I didn't realize that people had different shaped and sized vaginas until I got that's this how you one, found out. and it was, like, one certain brand of tampon tampon and it was like at the school that's nurse's so office and I was like this fucking tampon keeps falling out that's oh not your God. brand honey <laughs> then I found out and then I was like I told to, I was like this is the most uncomfortable tampon I've ever used and that's how I like found out that people had different types of vaginas because I was like oh my gosh, how do you guys so use this like this I found sucks. out because I saw a picture on tumblr and then me and my best friend had like a sweet 16 and we didn't make people but like we went around and shared if we had any or Audi vaginas because <laughs> I didn't know that they like there were the opposite of what I had I and yeah me I and my best friend were like yeah we were like oh my god that's so like I mean obviously we're like young I don't think it's weird anymore but oh my god that's so weird I can't believe like that exists like wow and then we found out that we both have like opposite types so we were like talking about each other's uh that's so funny like but we were both just like wow like I didn't know that there were any I didn't know there were Audis and like we were talking about each other because we both have different hilarious yeah um have you had an orgy Gina or any group sex experiences because I've had threesomes orgy like okay that counts as an orgy what's uh what's that like I've never had one I've been I've been with people who've had threesomes and most of the stories are like horror stories but obviously like people aren't gonna really tell oh my gosh no I had so much fun yeah no no no, no, mine were good so like my last threesome or my most recent threesome was uh, over a year ago my girlfriend and I had a threesome with our friend who wasn't like our bestie at the time. Like we had just kind of started hanging out with her. And the one night mm-hmm. she was just like, came up to us and was like, do you guys want to have a threesome? And we were like, okay. And now she's like our very good friend. And we're like around her all the time. And Aww. I don't know, we, it's not weird. Yeah. But I feel like first orgies or group sex, or I've, I've only had threesomes. Um, mm-hmm. I think at first it's just like, you feel like there's just a lot going on. So like, just dial in, don't freak out. 
if you feel like you're, if like there's a lot of things happening without you, just like involve yourself. I forget who said this. I think it was two chains to do a threesome. You got to intervene. Yes. He did say that. Is that band to make a dance? You got to intervene. Is that band? Like, so sexy when I'm in between. Yes. <laughs> Careful. Love we might that. get love that I knew that. <laughs> I love that you do that too. It's so funny. Um, is scissoring actually a thing? I'm here to report that I, okay, scissoring is actually a thing, but I was never able to do it, but I had a different size slash shape body and had been with partners with different size slash shape bodies than my partners, obviously, because everyone's body is different. Um, and I'm here to report that I now enjoy scissoring for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. My legs uh, are a little bit more, my thighs are a little Woo! bit more flexible I'm with the partner who has uh, more flexible thighs. And I now enjoy scissoring. I get the hype. I did not think, I was like, eh, people don't really do that. Like, that's not that great. I didn't do it. Really I was well. under the impression yeah. that people didn't do it because Cheyenne told me that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I love it. People do it. Yeah, I love scissoring. It feels Cheyenne so was like, good. Yeah, Cheyenne was like, eh, it doesn't really happen that much. And I was like, yeah. oh, interesting. Never, like, yeah. and never now, asked. I actually haven't done that in a while. I'm going to have to uh, suggest that. No, I said to my girlfriend, we don't scissor enough. We, I want to yeah. scissor more. That's I, yeah, I yeah. want to. That's, I'm, I'm owning that. I want to scissor yeah. more. Yeah, Not that damn. we don't, but I was like, that should be more regular. Yeah, 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 that should be a thing. <laughs> um, okay. Another sex question we got. We got a couple about oral. How the fuck do you not get a tired time when doing oral? And I'm afraid to be rejected by other lesbians because I don't like oral sex. I'm assuming they mean giving, but they could mean receiving or both. But they said, what should I do? I don't feel like my tongue gets tired. And it, sometimes my jaw will start to like get tense. And then mm-hmm. I just move to a new position and I'm Gucci because I just like don't my body doesn't like to be in one spot for too long right. kind of deal. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. I don't, I feel like I've gone down on people for this one girl sat on my face for 45 minutes and my tongue did not get tired. Yeah. And if it starts to get tired, just incorporate some fingers and like kiss, you know, the vulva, the clit, like, like there's like other options. You don't have to like the entire time. You can suck it. Like you don't have to like be using your tongue the entire time. Um, As for like the rejection thing, I think it's okay to have boundaries and things you like and don't like. And you can probably find other people who can live without oral or who don't like oral themselves or want to do other things so I feel like I don't think yeah. you will get rejected for that and if you do then that's just not the person obviously you. Not I mean I'm not gonna compatible. flat out reject somebody for that but I might realize that we're not totally sexually yeah. compatible and that might mm-hmm. you know inhibit that, yeah, might be, yeah. yeah well on that topic someone said we can't seem to make each other come we just started having sex to be fair so this is my wow. advice for that is yeah like, we just started having you, sex well how so have you made much? yourself come if you know how to make yourself come just start by doing that together like make yourself yeah. come. masturbate yeah. together watch each or other. you can have just fun like you can be like Here's like, what like, I you like can literally put your hand over the other person's hand and show them the movements that you like and like you just started having sex have a lot more sex and you know you yeah. get better with time like, just keep it's going practice. it's getting to know don't each other's be disappointed bodies. if like yeah. at the end of each session yeah, and, you didn't get there like yeah, you get yeah. And if you make um, it the focus then it's gonna be harder to orgasm we've covered this too in previous episodes mm-hmm. i which sev you had said like it's important to make that a goal like if you're just not even trying to right have, like, well, yeah orgasm, like why yeah, are you there it, but don't right. you know pressurize it yeah, yeah. Exactly. and it's like yeah. like obviously work towards it make it the best experience you can for each other work with each other to make it happen Mm -hmm. but if it doesn't happen don't beat yourself up over it because ultimately you both had fun you both had a good experience 
agree. And some sometimes it you're, just doesn't happen, especially when you're just first starting out, which and someone said and don't know each other's it, bodies as well. Does yeah. it always feel like the first time when having sex with a new person? Kind of, because you I mean not yeah, like it's a new person. The but first also like, time, but yeah. So it's gonna be yeah. awkward, it's gonna be goofy, it's gonna be whatever. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, first time with a new person doesn't mean like you're not going to walk in like it's the first time ever. Right. I don't like, it's yeah, not, you're not going to go in like scared of, or like, your yeah, experience is still there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to so know wanna... what you're doing, but it's going to be a little you're still you're going to learn some things, too, probably. Yeah. Do we want to take a little break there? Yes, let's do it. So we are back. And one of the last questions we have is how do you ask out a friend you've been crushing on without making it weird? And then how do I suggest hooking up without coming across as creepy? Any uh, advice for this one, Gina? I mean, without making it weird, it's only going to be weird if there's just like flat out rejection. So I guess maybe test the waters a little before you just jump right in. Yeah. And it's going to be like a little weird at first like either way probably but also like the payoff could be nice it could be worth it or it might cause a falling out which I feel like is the biggest fear people have with this Mm -hmm. um but I think for the most part people just like don't be creepy about it and people will find it flattering (laughs) then you can like bounce back and move on but if they like are weird about it and like ruins the friendship then you weren't meant to be friends with them anyways yeah and I think don't Don't, don't do all the creepy things that like, guys don't be, do. Like, don't yeah, don't be creepy about it. Yeah, don't send yeah, a picture of your like, vagina with zero contact or your penis with zero contact. Like, oh my god, why did anybody send a penis pic unsolicited? Well, I actually like had um this girl from like I don't even know what dating app. I don't even know her name, but she would just randomly. I think she would just mass send them out people, but she just randomly send me nudes. And like one time I opened it up, it was just like her asshole and her vulva. Like I was like, oh take God. it back. Like I was like, we ne- we did not talk, and like I would just be like, haha, nice or whatever. Like I like or like not wow. respond, and she would just like periodically send me nudes. <laughs> and I'm like, I like tried to have a conversation with her, get to know her. Like it was just nothing. She just wanted to send me nudes once in a while. I was like, okay, like I don't even know what to say anymore. So I stopped responding. This, uh, um, this so one don't guy do that. This one guy used to just, would, I'd randomly just get a Snapchat from him and I would know, oh, it's going to be his mm-hmm. dick. And I, even the one time I was with my sister and I was like, he Snapchatted me. What do you think the odds are? It's his dick. And then we opened him. I was like, oh, guess what? It's his dick. Yeah. So the one time I just answered and I was like, what's your goal here? Yeah. Like, I'm what did he class. say? I, he was like, haha, I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I like, honestly, it's weird. I've been a little blessed because I haven't gotten that many wow. unsolicited dick pics. I don't know why. It's Less because so. I don't speak. To, it's because I don't talk to people. <laughs> so this kind of like weird guy that I went to high school with, who definitely had a crush on me in high school. I had him on Snapchat and I happened to view his story. And I feel like it was like the morning, um, but I happened to view his story. This was like after high school. I hadn't talked to him in years. Mm-hmm. And he just was like in a mirror, just like butt fucking naked. Wang, wangling. <laughs> it was out. And all I did was do it. He, this wang was wangling but I I like you didn't I was like oh nope closed out of snapchat and then he messages me hey and I was like no I like viewed your story like all That's I did was not... view your story and he was like yeah. wow fuck you then and like like blocked me I think yeah and it's just bye. like that's not way to like you post it on your story it's not like I like was harding it I didn't swipe up like that didn't react like, it was just Marsh, how, how did you meet well daddy had a naked picture on his snapchat story. Was I viewed the story and so he messaged <laughs> me his swag was wagging 
<laughs> but like that's he was wild. helicoptering on Snapchat. Right, but it, literally that's what I was picturing. You... No, he was not doing that. It was just like in a mirror <laughs> hanging down. But like it's different if you're like posting thirst traps and they're hearting them or like hard eyes or whatever. Like they're responding to it. Yeah. Like, maybe then go for it. But if they just view your shit, like yeah, it's creepy. So don't do that. But yes, also- and you know what's funny because I was talking to a straight man earlier and he was like he said something about listening to one of our episodes and I was like just give them all a listen and he was like why would I need a queer dating advice podcast mm-hmm. and I was like we give dating advice on how to date women like it's not yeah. just weird right we talk you a lot about just dating women homie. you should take a listen yes. and this is some of that advice for those straight men what don't, don't do, that. do that don't have the wang wang <laughs> Don't wang <laughs> the wang in the wang. Don't certified advice. Don't have the wang wang wang. Well, changing the topic completely. Uh, we have another question. Again, super off topic, but I really like this one. Um, this person says they think they're demisexual. How do they get to know someone enough to be attracted to them in the modern dating scene? I did mention demisexuality in the last episode, but just to clarify, mm-hmm. demisexual is somebody who feels like they only have sexual attraction when there is some level of feelings and comfortability oh, and familiarity involved. That's mm-hmm. what that means. Yeah, like a connection. I thought it might be yeah, you know, like Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. <laughs> 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 Never heard that one before. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I mean, for some people, that is probably what I mean. No, but I, I used to do ballet and like we would, I think that a lot of French, it, it, like ballet was French and French demi, comes from Latin yeah. and demi means like small in ballet mm-hmm. moves. So it's like, you're a little sexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I technically like I just identify as non-binary just because I like the vagueness of it and it's like broad and inclusive but I'm technically yeah. like the more specific term for how I identify as like demi girl or it's like kind of like mm. an affiliation with womanhood but like also yeah. not so that's like okay that subset I've so yeah seen, so it kind of ties in. I love that actually I've yeah. seen that before yeah. yeah there's someone that I follow that I've actually learned so much about like neo pronouns and neo identities mm-hmm. from just following them because they, I, I think they've said that before and they've said that they're um, gender yeah. fey. That's what it is. Gender mm-hmm. fey. Okay. Because they identify with the genders that are everything but men. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I've heard that before in like a couple different ways, but yeah. I think it's interesting too. demisexuality. I've actually been asked, and I think Gina, you might've asked me. I this think I asked too. you. I you think someone it. else has asked me too, like if I'm demisexual and I don't think that's what it is. I'm just like chilling, but yeah. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I'm not demisexual. I'm I just love chilling. that answer. Um, I don't know if I'd say I'm demisexual, but I'm pretty close to it. Maybe like on a spectrum, like I do find people sexually attractive, but like not to the extent that I do if I know them like I don't really want to like like if I see like a hot girl I'm not like oh I want to fuck her like but like once I get to know someone I want to more so I I feel like I'm kind of on a spectrum of it um and you don't have to be queer to be demisexual I absolutely know straight mm -hmm. people who are demisexual oh yeah I think it's just like a term for like an experience that a lot of people not everyone but a lot of people just do have like they don't experience that attraction it's just like a way of like defining that but I think um how do you get to know someone enough to be attracted to them get to know them, hang out with them, talk to them as like a friend. And if you know that blossoms between both of you, then yeah. great. I feel like you don't have to like do anything other than that. It's just like spend, like make friends, spend time with them, see if any yeah, attraction They grows. said in the modern dating scene specifically, just text them all day. Yeah. Like dating apps, yeah. you can like, go on dating apps and meet friends or like Bumble BFF yeah. and maybe it'll blossom into something else. You don't know until you try, but yeah. It's okay to take things a little slow if that's what you need to do. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. And it, like the, the topic of hookup culture is brought up so much right now and people talk yeah. about it a lot and it's like a big theme, but I don't we think we just did a casual sex episode. Well, yeah. But I yeah. don't think it's like a necessarily <laughs> like a, something that everyone subscribes to, you know, like yeah. not. Yeah. And you don't have to. And I, Fine. it just because it's like mainstream or seen often doesn't mean like I know a lot of people that don't have sex for the first couple dates or you know Mm -hmm. whatever like it's just it's it's fine it just is based on preference and if you're on a first date with someone and they want to have sex and you don't and you want to say I just you know I want to get to know you a little bit better obviously that's kind of a test too like Mm -hmm. how are they going to take that because if they're getting upset then it's like obviously you just wanted to have sex that's not what I want to do so it's like And you it's might not, not find as... someone sexually attractive, but you might think that they're like aesthetically beautiful or like cool to hang out with. And yeah. Like things can yeah. blossom from there. Like there are like other ways to find people to go on dates with without yeah. like just like being like, oh, I want to fuck. Like a lot of and people I... date that yeah. way, but a lot of people don't date that way. I love that you mentioned as you were just talking first dates, like if you're on a first date, because mm-hmm. our last question, somebody said, what are good topics for a first date? Um, earlier, Cheyenne, you had said, (laughs) I was going to say earlier, Cheyenne, you had said coming out stories, which (laughs) could Mm -hmm. be trauma. Yeah. It could be a little bit traumatic, but I feel like it's something that we do tend to like bond over and like get to know each other over. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's a good first aid topic. If it's not shared experience. Yeah. Like they let them share what they want to share. Obviously in talking, maybe (laughs) I think astrology is a good topic. I was going to say not to bring up more topics that we've talked about, but like, think of the things that we've talked about because Mm -hmm. maybe like queer spaces, what kind of things do you do in your town? That's queer. Like Mm -hmm. where do you go? Where do you hang out? Do you have a group of friends that is like a queer group of friends? Like, what are your friends? Like, you know, you can talk about that kind of stuff and you can talk about your community. Maybe you would like have people in common that, you know, Yeah. like start where you, yeah, start where you, yeah where you know that you have commonalities or where you could have commonalities, like again, queer awakening, stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. go for, you know, obviously topic and conversation flows from there. And if it's not flowing as good. If it ain't flowing, we I ain't think, going. I <laughs> think it evaluate. can be really like a turn on and exciting to hear somebody talk about something they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. like something to ask about, like, what are you really into? What's something that like, if you were to make a TikTok right now, what would you talk about? And like, let them tell you, because when someone's really into what they're saying, you're going to be like, really able to see the real them and be like, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I have like really obscure things that I'm like, not passionate about, but like, interested in, like interested in. So if somebody's like, what's the weirdest thing that you know a lot about? I love that shit because I'm yeah, like that's a good question. the Romanov yeah, like, family. <laughs> like, yeah, I like weird. Let questions. me tell you all about the Romanovs. And yeah. Don't get me started on that topic. But yeah. it like like asking like what's the weirdest thing that you're interested in? Yeah, I also like weird little like debate questions. Kind of like yeah, is a taco a sandwich? Is the ocean soup? Like just like interesting questions that you can kind of like debate, go back and forth. <laughs> I don't know if either of you have any other topics that you think they should talk about, but is there anything that you think people should stay away from on the first day? Because I know people say religion, people say politics. I think you should talk about those. I think that- Don't stay away from those. You got to know. Get it out of the way. Especially in right now, 
like do your values align yeah Yeah. for myself like as some as as the one here that is still dating men Mm it's something I throw out there all the time I have Mm -hmm. I kind of have to greater risk Yeah, like you, you have to know, especially going in and sometimes usually this is something that I try to throw out there even before a first date, like when we're just talking or texting, mm-hmm. as I try to get the feelers out there, you know, yeah. something shitty is always going on in the news. So I'm like, do you hear about this today? Right. And like, yeah. however they react. Yeah, I know someone who they were talking to this girl. And then the girl like sent like a Snapchat of her like in her truck. And on the roof of the truck was a Confederate flag. Like, no. Like, yeah and they were like no they like asked her about it because you know they're a person of color and she's like it's old and like they were like making excuses and I was like no that is a red flag like it's not old she can take that down if she doesn't want it and even if it was old like why were you ever supporting that like and she was like a Trump supporter I feel like like it was just like a lot of red flags and you want to find that shit out early so you can move the fuck on because queer women people are not absolved of being shitty like they can be yeah the one time I was messaging with this girl and and she like asked me like, oh, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Which I really didn't yeah. like that question, but yeah. other people- No, I do, I do like that question. And yeah. I like, I forget what I said, but whatever I said was definitely some sort of liberal conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And she went, oh my God, you're liberal? Like what the hell? And oh I wanted God. to be like, that's the assumption when you're talking to lesbians. Right. Maybe I'm wrong right. in assuming that, but I was like, yeah. do you find a lot of conservatives in right. this dating pool? Because I yeah. didn't expect that. And also why are you freaking the yeah, that's a that's a good reason to ghost. Um, we didn't talk after that, as you can yeah. assume. Yeah, yeah, I get that, <laughs> but yeah, it's something that's definitely, especially like I said, in today's climate. Actually, earlier, Cheyenne, as far as like topics to avoid, you had said to Sev, don't go on dates with women and talk about the men that you're interested in. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like, don't you talk should. About you can talk about like, oh, I had this experience. With it, like you don't have to. I don't think you have to say like on your first. You don't have to act like you never had an ex or something on your mm-hmm. first date. Right. But I would definitely avoid like ooing and eyeing and getting all flustered over people. anybody who's not. Yes. Yeah. I think it's okay to talk about your ex, your relationships, but yeah. like not excessively, especially on the first few dates. Right. Like you don't want to talk well, about yeah, them the whole time. Sure. You don't want to just like over them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually also had a date with this girl, and she started telling me about the type of man she wanted to marry someday, and she was like, yeah. "I want to be." a redneck with a truck and all this shit like just basically the opposite of me and just like a man in general and I was like okay obviously that is not who I am like I was like I forgot what Pennsylvania dating was like thank you for reminding me yeah I'm sorry so glad I don't Um, do it anymore but yeah she was like saying like the kind of man she wanted to marry and I was just like so what are we doing here like it was like stated that it was like a date and like obviously like she doesn't have to marry me. She has no obligation to me, but it was just like a weird thing to talk about. Like it's a yeah. strange, like it, it you're kind of is an implication. Yeah. That you're just here till I find yeah, something weird. better. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. A redneck man. Oh, unquote. Yeah. Really. <laughs> At least get a redneck woman. I know. I think like <laughs> TV man. shows, music, anything that you're listening to your favorite podcast, recommend us when you're on your first date, you know, talk hobbies. I think again, talk things Mm -hmm. you're excited about and let them get to know you. That's the Mm -hmm. point. Right. I agree. Beautifully said. Awesome. Yeah. With that, I think we're done. I think we we finished it. Thanks for listening. Y'all talking about first times, first everything. Yeah, if you want to, you know, connect with us anywhere else, we are on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all of them at Sapphic Survival Guide, except for Twitter, which we are on as at Sapphic Survival. 
We also have a Patreon you can join. You can go on there, get some bonus content. Yeah. Doing get on our Discord movements. if you haven't already too. Hell yeah. We just opened a Discord and we're so excited about it. Get on there. Hang out with us. Remember when we were talking about queer communities? There's one. Join it. Hang out. Let's do it. The first 50 people that are in there, it's going to be free. But then after that, you're going to have to join our Patreon, which is cheap, by the way. It's only like three bucks a month. Mm -hmm. So do it. If you enjoyed listening, like us, rate us, review us, do all that fun stuff. We love to hear your feedback. If you want your uh, potential questions or theme ideas in this, you can either put it in the Discord or you can send us an email, DM, anything. Our email is sapphicsurvivalguide at gmail.com. Oh yeah, I, think, I, covered, I think that was a very long-winded way of yeah. me covering that all. But uh, if you want to connect with us personally, I'm Sev. You can find me at Lucky Sev with two Y's on anywhere, any platform. And you can find me on Instagram at Gina Finio, on TikTok at Bisexual Gina. You can go to my website, GinaFinio.com. And you can listen to Um Hello anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like Jersey Shore, we're just finished season one, season two, right around the corner. Season two best season this is gonna be so good the note fuck yeah (laughs) anyways and you can find me cheyenne at hot mespian on pretty much any social media platform out there and with that class is now dismissed